0: you listening to IUPR Bible Podcast with your host, the Apostle Reuben, teaching the people the Bible, podcasting out of Little Rock, Arkansas. All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters of the Most High, I'm your host, the Apostle Reuben. Well, brothers and sisters, let's get right into it. We're going to be talking about the new birth in Christ. There are many people... claim to be born again in Christ. And so when you see these people, now I'm talking about even if you keep the Sabbath, the laws of the Lord, you claim to be born again. And even if you go to church on the first day of the week, which is Sunday, The claim is also is that they, too, are born again. But what we're going to do, brothers and sisters, is we're going to actually look at the doctrine to see who's born again. Is it the Sabbath keeper or is it the Sunday keeper as well as the Sabbath keeper? Because both claim to be born again. I want to focus your attention on John chapter 3, verse 1. John chapter 3, verse 1. It says there was a man of the pharisee named nicodemus a ruler of the jews i want to stop right there now pharisee a pharisee came to christ by night his name was nicodemus he is a ruler of the jews now i'm going to be going into one specific letter of Paul to kind of break down what Christ is talking about in the book of John chapter 3, verse 1 and down. But I want to go to these two places in the Bible first before I go any farther in John uh, chapter 3. I'm going to go to verse 3 of Philippians. Now, Philippians chapter 3, verse 3. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit. So, all is letting the Jews that are in Philippi know that we are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit. I want you to hold on to that Spirit, Philippians 3 and 3. We're going to come back and rejoice in Christ uh, the Messiah and have no confidence in the flesh though I might also have confidence in the flesh you're going to find out what the flesh is if any other man thinketh that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh I more circumcised the eighth day you go back to Leviticus 12 and 1 you'll see that law. Of the stock which is race of Israel stock means race it's an old word for race of the tribe of Benjamin a Hebrew of the Hebrews as touching the law of Pharisee so Paul's a Pharisee Paul the Apostle was a Pharisee I just want you to see this brothers and sisters Paul, the apostle, was a Pharisee. Let's go to the book of Acts. Let's get the second um, chapter and verse I need out of this. Acts 23, verse 6. But when Paul perceived that the one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, he cried out in the council, Men and brethren, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee. Of the hope and resurrection of the dead, I am called in question. Again, Paul calls himself a Pharisee. I just want you to get that understanding, brothers and sisters. A Pharisee. The book of John, chapter 3, verse 1. We're going back there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. So Paul was also a Pharisee, a ruler of the Jews. Now you know where Paul's beginnings were. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him verily verily I say unto thee except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of God Nicodemus saith unto him how can a man be born when he is old can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born this is the carnal understanding that Nicodemus had now remember the Pharisee were supposed to be experts of the law. I want to make that note. Verse 5, John 3 and 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, which is truly, truly, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, what I want to do now is I want to go to the book of Isaiah. Let's look at this water and spirit. Isaiah 44, verse 1. Yet hear now, O Jacob, my servant, and Israel, whom I have chosen. Thus saith the Lord that made thee and formed thee from the womb, which will help thee, for not... O Jacob, my servant, and thou, Jeshurun, whom I have chosen; for I will pour water upon him that is thirsty, and floods upon dry ground. And I will pour my spirit upon thy seed, the water and the spirit, the water and the spirit, the water. And the spirit, the water and the Spirit upon thy seed, and my blessings upon thine offspring. This is one of the first places we see the water and the Spirit. But I want to go to the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel. And many preachers will not go back to the Old Testament to define this water and spirit Christ was talking about. Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 25. Then I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your filthiness, from all your idols. I will cleanse you. Verse 26. A new heart also will I give you and a new spirit. New spirit I will put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. Verse 27 is the key. What will that do? What will this water when he sprinkles this when he sprinkles the water upon us? And he put his spirit within us. What is it going to cause us to do? Now, I'm taking it easy going into this, but it's going to get a little bit deeper. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. This new spirit will cause you to walk in the commandments. The water cleanses you. The Spirit is added for you to keep His commandments. This is what the uh, Sunday Christian community still has not gotten through with their skulls. This has nothing to do with a baptism and you're born. You know, there's, they're, they're always taking symbolism and making it doctrine, as they did in the time of slavery. Watch this. We're going back to John 3 and 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit. We sing the water and the Spirit in Isaiah 44, verse 3, and Ezekiel uh, 36, verses 25 through 27. But Let's get to this. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 6 That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Now, remember, brothers and sisters, I told you that we're going to go to Paul, the chosen vessel of Christ. And I'm going to go to a book, brothers and sisters, that many in the Sunday community don't think we are capable of going to it's going to be the book of Galatians I'm going to start because I want to explain to you what flesh means and spirit means what flesh means and what spirit means Paul is going to explain in more detail, what Christ was talking about. Flesh is, excuse me, flesh and then the spirit. Watch this. Galatians 4, verse 22. For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a bondwoman, the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh. But he of the free woman was by promise. That's verse 24. Which things are an allegory for these are the two covenants. The one from Mount Sinai which gendereth to bondage which is Agar. I'm going to show you. For this Agar is Mount Sinai. In Arabia and answereth to Jerusalem which is now I mean which now is and is in bondage with her children watch this I'm just reading it right now we're gonna go back over but Jerusalem is above and which which is above is free which is the mother of us all but watch this Verse 27 For it is written Rejoice thou barren that bearest not Breaketh forth and cry Thou that travailest not For the desolate Hath many more children Than she which hath An husband Verse 28 Now we brethren as Isaac Was Are the children of the promise But watch this but as then he that was born after the flesh born after the flesh born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit even so it is now now let's go back up to verse I want you to look at this verse 24 which things are an allegory for these are the two covenants wait a minute Wait a minute. These are the two covenants. So there are two covenants. They, brothers and sisters, this is very important to understanding what Christ means about being born again. Very important. So what we want to do is we want to take a look at the two covenants. I'm going to show you what Paul means by the allegory. These are the two covenants. One from Mount Sinai, which gendereth bondage. There's one covenant, which is Agar. But I want out of that verse, though. There's two covenants. Let's take a look at one covenant. Point two places. The book of Exodus, chapter 34 verse 28 the book of Exodus chapter 34 verse 28 I'm going to read it Okay, hold on brothers and sisters it says and he was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights he did neither eat bread nor drink water And he wrote upon the tables the words of the Covenant the Ten Commandments the Ten Commandments the Ten Commandments are a covenant the Ten Commandments are a covenant the law is a covenant let's get the book of Deuteronomy 413 And he declared unto you his covenant, which he commanded you to perform, even ten commandments, and he wrote them upon two tables of stone. So one covenant is the Ten Commandments. Let's see what the other covenant is. Let's see what the other covenant is. I want to go to the book. Numbers 25 and verse 11 We're going to read down Phinehas the son of Eleazar The son of Aaron the priest Hath turned my wrath away From the children of Israel While he was zealous For my sake Among them that I consume not the children of Israel in my jealousy. It says, Wherefore, say, behold, I give unto him my covenant of peace. Watch this. And he shall have it, and his seed after him, even the covenant of an everlasting priesthood. Oh. Oh. Okay. So, The Ten Commandments are a covenant and the priesthood is a covenant because he was zealous for his God and made an atonement for the children of Israel so brothers and sisters I'm going to show you some more I'm going to show you some more about the covenant because remember one covenant Was of the Ten Commandments, and it says in Numbers twenty-five, verse eleven through thirteen, that the priesthood was also a covenant. So you got the Ten Commandments and a priesthood; those are the two covenants. Paul's going to help. Paul's going to help us out in Galatians four when we go back there. Watch this. Nehemiah chapter 13. Now, all I'm doing is I'm giving you precepts to show that the priesthood was a covenant. Remember them, oh my God, because they have defiled the priesthood. And the covenant of the priesthood and the Levites. It is apparent, brothers and sisters, that one of the two covenants Paul is mentioning in Galatians chapter 4, verse 24 down is the priesthood. Let's get one more. I'm, I'm just going, I'm getting precepts. Let's look at the book of Malachi 2, verse 7. For the priest lips should keep knowledge and they should seek the law at his mouth for he is the messenger of the lord of hosts watch this he's talking watch what he watch what he says but ye are departed out of the way ye have caused many to stumble at the law ye have corrupted the covenant of levi saith the lord of hosts I'm showing you that one of the covenants, one of the covenants was the priesthood. And we know that the other covenant was the Ten Commandments, the words of the Lord that were written of the Lord. So we want to get that down right now. We're going back to the book of Galatians. Four. Show you something real quick. Galatians 4 verse 24. Which things are an allegory? For these are the two covenants. One covenant again was sacrifice. Which was Levi. The other covenant was the words, the Ten Commandments. The one from Mount Sinai which gendereth to bondage which is Agar. For this Agar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and answereth to Jerusalem which is now which now is and is in bondage with her children. Watch this. Now I don't want to go too far so I want to go back to John. i to go back to John. I'm going too far ahead. I'm trying to to spoil it. John chapter 3, verse 6. For that which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Now, let's take a look. Now, again, born of the flesh, born of the spirit. Nicodemus is the Pharisee, as Paul was. So Christ is saying, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So back to Galatians. I want to go back. I just want to go back for a second. because I want you to get the understanding, brothers and sisters. This is very important. to. So Galatians chapter... Four, verse 29 says but he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit even so it is now now what was the flesh and spirit let's go back up to verse 24 which things are an allegory for these are two covenants one that's what I want For these are two covenants. one of the covenants was after the flesh and one of the covenants Were after the spirit Now we're going to go back to John 3 Verse 6 I'm going to read that real quick John 3 John three, Verse 6 again I just want to Keep the thought in your head Because remember Galatians four twenty nine says one that is born after the flesh persecuted the one that is born after the spirit. So it's that same flesh and spirit. This goes right, John 3 and 6 which we're about to read right now goes with Galatians 4.29. That which is born of the flesh is flesh that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Let's get Jeremiah. and so Now remember the flesh is one covenant. The spirit is another covenant. The flesh is one. The spirit is one. Let's see which covenant deals with the flesh. Jeremiah. chapter 7 verse 21 says thus saith the Lord of hosts the God of Israel put your burnt offerings unto your sacrifices and eat flesh watch this for I spake not unto your fathers nor commanded them in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt, concerning burnt offerings and sacrifices, what is that? Let's go back up to verse twenty-one. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, put your burnt offerings into your sacrifices in the flesh. So the flesh dealt with the sacrifice, which was a covenant. Verse twenty-two of Jeremiah seven. Verse twenty-two, where I spake not to your fathers. commanded them in the day that I brought them up out of the land of Egypt concerning burnt offerings or sacrifices verse 23 last verse I'm going to read right now in this uh, in, in the book of Jeremiah but this thing commanded I them saying obey my voice and I will be your God and you shall be my people and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you that it may be well with you see the covenant of flesh the covenant of flesh dealt with sacrifice which was a covenant it was a covenant we're looking at the flesh sacrifice temple altar These are the things that Paul and Nicodemus were doing in works as Pharisee. As Pharisee. Now, what is the Spirit? What is the Spirit? Because remember. Christ said in John 3 and 6, Flesh is flesh, spirit is spirit. Watch this. Second Samuel 23, verse 1. Now these be the last words of David. David, the son of Jesse, said, And the man who was raised up on high, the anointed of God, of the God of Jacob, and the sweet psalmist of Israel, said, The spirit of the Lord spake by me his word was in my tongue David just wrote that the spirit of God was words the spirit of the Lord spake by me and his word was in my tongue the spirit For the Lord's spirit was in his word. Word translated in the Bible is law. God's word is his law. Let me prove that. Let me prove that. Let's go to the book of Psalms. If we, I'm, and I'm coming back here. Let's go to the book of Psalms. Chapter 103, verse 20. The book of Psalms, chapter three, verse 20 says, Bless the Lord. Ye his angels that excel in strength that do his commandments hearkening unto the voice of his word. The Bible lets us know that the commandments are the word of God. Watch this. Psalms 119, verse 172 My tongue shall speak of thy word, for all thy commandments are righteousness. The word of God is the commandments of God. Let me get you one more out of Proverbs, just to prove it. Proverbs 13, verse 13 says, Whoso despises the word shall be destroyed. What is the word? But he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. So the word of God is the law of God So when we go back to 2nd Samuel 23 verse 2 The Spirit of the Lord spake by me. His word was in my tongue. What I want you to see, brothers and sisters, is that the Spirit is the law, the word of God. Let's get the book of Proverbs. I'm just showing you. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 23 says, Turn you at my reproof. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. The spirit is the word of God. Again, the law of God. Let's get some more. I'm proving to you, brothers and sisters, that the spirit is the law of God. I'm going to the book of Micah, chapter 2, verse 7. O thou, thou that art named the house of Jacob, is the spirit of the Lord straightened? Are these his doings? Do not my words do good to them that walketh uprightly. The spirit again is the words. Now let me let me go to the New Testament. I still got a lot to cover let me go to the New testament New Testament let's go to the book of John John chapter six and verse 63. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh, flesh, flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Christ said, The words that I speak unto you are spirit and they are life. So Christ spake the laws. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17 and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit or the sword of the spirit which is the word of God the word of God again is that spirit the Bible says the spirit is the word of God which is the law of God for more proof we're not going to leave you hanging, brothers. We're not going to leave you hanging. Romans chapter 7, verse 14. For we know that the law is spirit. The root word of spiritual is spirit. The law is spirit. But I am carnal, sold under sin. Pharisee. former, being a former Pharisee. But he was carnal because the carnal commandment was in the temple. I'm just going to say it just like that. It was the works of the temple talked about in the book of Hebrews. Let's let's go to because I want to show you this. I'm just proving you proving to you, brother, by the chapter and verse that the law is spirit. It's been talking about that the whole time. It talked about it in 2 Samuel 23 and 2, Proverbs 1, 23. Michael 2, verse 7. John 6, 63, Ephesians six seventeen. The Spirit was the law or word of God. And right here we're reading in Romans 7, 14. For we know that the law is spiritual. Watch this. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 There is now therefore there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit Watch this for the law of the spirit so we know that the spirit is of the law of life in Christ Jesus that made me free from the law of sin and death. Let's go on down cuz I got a lot to cover. I I, I don't want to make this too long. Watch this. Verse 4. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So those that again the pattern, the excuse me the Bible does not go off pattern you saw in the first Testament that the law and the Spirit were the same if you were of the Spirit you were of the Word of God you were born after the word you were born after the law which is the Ten Commandments or you are born after the flesh which deals with the temple I'm going to show you that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit, so 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 far, brothers, sisters, precept upon precept says when you are in the spirit, you are in the law, because the law is spiritual. Romans eight verse five, for they that are for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace watch this because the carnal mind is enmity against God for it is not subject to the law of God he's talking about the commandments now the 10 commandments then statutes and judgments neither indeed can be watch this so then they that are in the flesh cannot please. why cannot please God why does it say the carnal Michael's remember Paul said in Romans 7 verse 14, For I am carnal, sold under sin. Why did he say that? Because those being a Pharisee, Paul is writing to the Jews in Rome. You'll find that the Jews were in Rome in Acts 18 verse 2. And he's writing and he's telling them that the carnal commandment, the carnal which is after the flesh causes you to lean on that covenant. If there is a nation, watch this. Watch this. Let me get this explained. Psalms. Because remember the two covenants The Ten Commandments, one of the covenant of Levi. Watch this. It says, Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Again, sacrifice was part of the covenant of flesh given to the priesthood. One of the two covenants, Paul is talking about. So when we go back to John, I, I just let's go back to John. When we go back to John, I need to go back to John real quick, brothers and sisters. Back to John. Chapter 3, verse 6. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. One covenant The covenant you, Nicodemus, are born up under is the flesh. And that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit, born of the Word of God. The Spirit is Spirit, born of the Word of God. Nicodemus, again, a Pharisee came unto him. You're born from flesh, which comes out of the covenant of Levi. But there's going to come a time when a man is actually born after the word. The word is the law. So you're born after the law. That's what the spirit is. The spirit is God's word. Watch this, John 7. John 7. Let me show you. John 7, verse 38. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Watch this. What are the the rivers of living water, which are... I'm going to show you what that water is, because Ephesians five twenty six says that he shall cleanse it by the washing of water by the word. But watch this. But he spake, but this he spake of the Spirit. See, those the Spirit again was what he that believeth on me, as the Scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. What are the living waters called? But he spake this of the spirit. Words, laws, out of his belly. Living waters. Living waters. Let's look at this. Let's get all the meat off the bone. Let's get all the meat off the bone. Get off. Watch this. Let's go to Jeremiah. chapter 2 verse 12 it says be astonished O ye heavens at this and be horribly afraid be ye very desolate saith the Lord for my people have committed two evils they have forsaken me the fountain of living waters and hewned them out cisterns broken cisterns that can hold no water. When you forsake God, you forsake him by breaking his commandments. You forsake him by breaking his commandments. The fountain of living waters. What are the living waters? The laws. Watch this. Watch this brothers and sisters sometimes I I, I don't want to go too deep but I got to prove it what does it mean to forsake God what does it mean Psalms 119 verse 53 horror has taken hold upon me because of the wicked the unlawful that forsake thy law see when you forsake the law of God you're forsaking him because the law is though the law are the living waters of God? Let's get one more. Let's get one more. You talk the, the Old Testament, they tell you to stay out of the Old Testament, brothers and sisters, for a reason. Watch this Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 13. Oh Lord, the hope of Israel, all that forsake thee shall be ashamed, and they that depart. For me shall be written in the earth because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living waters. Back to John. Back to John. So we start talking about these living waters. Don't think Christ is talking about something new. No. The living waters... Watch this. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. The living water is what? The laws. But this he spake of the spirit which they that believe on him should receive for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that the Messiah was not yet glorified. So those that believed on Christ would receive the Spirit. Born after, what? The water, the law, the Word of God, and receive the Holy Ghost. And born after the Spirit, which is also the Word. Because where is the Holy Ghost? Let, let me show you something, brothers and sisters. Let me show you something. I told you this, Second Peter verse 2 Peter 1 verse 21 for the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man but holy men of God spake as they were moved with the Holy Ghost. See brothers and sisters everything in this Bible is Holy Ghost inspired from Genesis to Malachi from Malachi to Revelation. the Spirit was in these men to testify of the law, even in Paul. Let's go back to John. Let's go back to John. I want to go back to John. 3. Verse 7. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind, verse 8, the wind bloweth where it listeth. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell whence it cometh, where and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born after the Spirit. Let's go look at this wind. The wind bloweth. the wind bloweth Let's go back and look at this one. Ezekiel 37 verse 8 And I and when I beheld lo the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them above but there was no breath in them Watch this verse 39 Excuse me uh, Ezekiel 37 verse 9 Then said he unto me prophesy unto the wind prophesy son of man and say to the wind thus saith the Lord God come from the four winds o breath and breathe upon these slain that they may live what is the breath he said see the wind is the breath now the wind is the breath now the breath of God Is that when? What is the breath of God called? The book of Job 33, verse 3. My words shall be of the uprightness of my heart. And my lips shall utter knowledge clearly. Verse 4. The Spirit of God has made me. And the breath of the Almighty hath given me life. The Spirit is the breath. The wind is the breath, which is the Spirit. Which is the Spirit. So what is it talking about? Again, brothers and sisters, we're at that crosswalk. When we ask that question, what Christ is talking about in John three? Because remember, don't forget the thought. It's covenants here. Pause, and I'm going to take you back to Galatians. Marvel not that I say, say said unto thee, you must be born again. The wind bloweth. That's that's the spirit. That's the breath where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, because you don't know which way it's coming from, and whether it goeth, or which way it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. And of course, verse 9, Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Stay tuned, brothers and sisters, we're going to finish this up. In good fashion. When I come back from the break. welcome back brothers and sisters I want to focus your attention on first Corinthians 1437 because you know in the Christian Church they're going to say that you know we're one-lining things. you know we really haven't given the true context of what it means to be spiritual what is of the spirit we already know according to Romans 7 verse 14 that the law Is spiritual, it is of the spirit. First Corinthians 14, verse 37. If any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual or have the spirit, let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. Paul is saying, If you're spiritual, then you'll understand the things that I write to you is of the law. Law. If you claim to be spiritual. First Corinthians 10 and 1. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the clouds, And passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all eat the same spiritual drink for they drank of the spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ what was the spiritual meat and drink that they received back in the time of Moses, the law. <laughs> the law. That's the spiritual meat and drink to have. The law continues to be noted as spiritual. Galatians chapter six. This? I, I. Galatians chapter six verse one. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in fault, which is sin, ye which are spiritual, spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. What is meekness? What is meekness? What is meekness according to the Bible? It says, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness you that are spiritual restore such a one in the spirit of meekness let's look at let's look at this meek, brothers and sisters let's look at this i going to take we're going to look at two chapters and two verses psalms 25 verse 8 good and upright is the lord therefore Will he teach sinners in the way. The meek will he guide in judgment and the meek shall teach his way. What is his way? his law. The meek will execute the law of the world of the Lord. The way of God is his commandments. more proof? Or proof. Let's go to the book of Psalms. Just want this. What is the way of God? Psalms chapter one nineteen verse thirty says, "I have chosen the way of truth. Thy judgments the, is the judgments, the laws. Have I laid before me?" Psalms 119, verse 32, I will run the way of thy commandments, which thou shalt enlarge my heart, when thou shalt have enlarged my heart. Verse 33, He, teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it until the end. So the way of God is the law. the way of God is his law so when we go back to Psalms 25 verse 9 the meek will he guide in judgment for the meek will he teach his way and the meek shall execute the way of the Lord which is the law Watch this. The book of Zephaniah, chapter 2, verse 3. Seek ye the Lord, all ye meek of the earth, which have wrought his judgment. The meek wrought means worked, his judgment, his laws. Seek righteousness, seek meekness. It may be, ye shall be hid in the day of the Lord's anger. See, this is what we want. When the Lord's anger comes, we want to be hid in that day. That goes into the parable of Matthew 25, the five wise and the five foolish. When that door was shut, the foolish said, open unto us, Lord. See, I got to get that parable uh, broken down to you, brothers and sisters. I got to break that parable down. It's a good parable to learn from. What I wanted you to see is that when we go back to Galatians, Galatians 6 verse 1 Brethren, if any man be overtaken in fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness considering thyself lest thou also be tempted. If you are spiritual over and over and over and over and over again that means you are keeping God's laws. Again, again, the book of Romans 8, verse 4, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So if you're keeping the law, you are in the spirit. So to be born, when we go back to to be born after the Spirit. And see, this is why a lot of of uh, Sunday Christians, will, or pastors, will never be able to break it down because they cannot really use the Bible in the lying or the theology that they came out of. The wind, John three and eight, the wind bloweth where it listeth and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, or whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. The wind was the breath, was the Spirit. So when you're born of the Spirit, you're born of the law, of the Word of God. That is what you're born from. Watch this. Let's get into it. Let's get first John. Let's let's start talking about the birth for a second. First John. Chapter 3 verse 9. It says Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. That means transgress the law. You, do, If you're born of God, you do not break any commandments of God. You keep them. You do not break them. It's matching up right again. If you keep the law, which is the birth, you do not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him. And he cannot sin because he is born of God. See, if you're transgressing the law, how are you born of God? You're not born. The only way you can be born of God is you're keeping the law. Watch this. What is that seed? It said, for his seed remains in him. Let's get the book of Luke. Let's go to the book of Luke because I'm coming right back. Let's get the book of Luke chapter 8. And I want this uh, right here. Luke 8 and 11. Now the parable is this. The seed is the law or the word, the word of God. The seed is the word of God. Back to 1 John 3 and 9. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin for his seed which is his word which is his laws remaineth in him he cannot sin because he is born of god watch this verse 10 in this john says in this the children of god are manifest and the children of the devil whoso watch this whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of god neither he that loveth not his brother first john 3 and 8 Let's look at this devil. It says this He that committeth sin is of the devil. If you transgress God's laws, you are of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Let's go back. Let's go to verse 9. Whosoever is born of God sinneth not. You don't commit sin, you keep the laws. For his seed remaineth in him. That was Luke 8, 11 The word, he cannot sin because he is born of God. Watch this, verse ten. In this, the children of God are manifest that are born again. They're manifest. They do not commit sin. The children of God keep the law. They do not commit transgression. And the children of the devil. Who are the children of, of the devil? Back up to First John three and eight. He that committeth sin is of the devil. If you break God's commandments you're of the devil back to verse 10 I just wanted that part in this the children of God are manifest and the children of the devil those that don't keep the law the children of the devil are those that sin that break God's commandments whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God why because you if you doeth not righteousness if you Do not do the righteousness that is in the law. You are not of God. You are not born again, is what John is saying. You're not born again. You're not manifested as a child of God by committing transgression. This is what we got to get straight. To be born of that spirit... Which we know is in the law Us that keep Favor and faith in the law Remember faith is in the law Matthew 23 verse 23 We know through time We become born of God When we do not transgress his laws Why? Because when you're born of the spirit The spirit of God Which is the law of God Which is the word of God Is within you Watch this. Let's go back. I want you to see this. I want to go back a chapter. Watch this. Let's look at this verse. 1 John 2.29. If ye know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone that doeth righteousness, doeth righteousness, is righteous born of him so you have to do righteousness you have to do righteousness is born of him it's just not something you believe watch this first john 3 and 7 little children let no man deceive you he that doeth righteousness is righteous even as he is righteous he that doeth righteousness which is in the law is righteous If you keepeth the law, then you are born of him. Because his seed remains, just like it says in 1 John 3 and 9. To be born again is not a thought. To be born again is an action. Everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. Let's go back. Let's go back to 1 John 2 verse 29. If ye know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. Watch this. Luke 1 and 6. I'm going to go to Luke 1. Let's look at this. Luke 1, verse 6. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. To be walking and the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, you were righteous. That's what made you righteous, to keep and walk in the commandments of the Lord. That's what it means. It was always an action. To be born again was an action. Not a thought like these Christians, Sunday Christians be thinking. It's more than that. Way more. Watch this. I'm going to do this real quick, brothers and sisters. I'm going to go to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile, and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speaking, speakings. Verse 2, here's what I want. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. As newborns, as born again babes desire the sincere milk of the law. That birth comes with law that ye may grow thereby. Taking us back, and I'm not going to go there, to the book of Isaiah 28 and 9. Let's go to 1 John. 1 John chapter 5. Verse 17 says, All unrighteousness, not righteousness, the unrighteousness is the opposite of righteousness. All unrighteousness is sin. And there is a sin not unto death. We know that whosoever is born of God, if you're born again, sinneth not. You do not transgress the laws, but keep them. But he that is begotten of God keepeth himself and the wicked one toucheth him not. And the wicked and the wicked one toucheth him not. The wicked one. The wicked one is the unlawful one. Those that teach the commandments are done away. The wicked one. That's what that is, brothers and sisters. Watch this. Who is that wicked one? Matthew 13, verse 19. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one. And catcheth away that which was sown in his heart, his mind. This is he, let I me mean, excuse me, this is he which receives seed by the wayside. See, I'm sure you understand this. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth the catcheth away that what that which was sown in his heart. Anything we teach people purely out of the Bible because every one of the words Lord is words of the Lord is pure proverbs 30 and 5 the sinful the Sunday preacher the sinful preacher comes and take away which is sown in his heart by just doing the same thing that they've always done philosophy vain words no proof. To be born of God to be born again is an action it is the keeping of the commandments when Nicodemus went to Christ he was of the Pharisee he dealt with the covenant or overseers of the covenant of Levi which dealt with the temple which dealt with burnt offerings And sacrifice. That was a covenant. But the covenant of the Spirit was the actual law itself. The Ten Commandments that were given to Moses on Mount Sinai. That is the law that is Spirit. The Word, the actual Word of God, the actual law of God. Galatians 4.26 breaks it down pretty good. Paul breaks it down pretty good. The two covenants, one Nicodemus and Paul were in, at one point Paul was in that covenant, that was bondage. And then the free covenant, which was the commandments themselves, John 8.32, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. That was the covenant of the commandments Nicodemus being in that covenant was not born again of the spirit which is of the word Christ says in order to see the kingdom you have to be born again according to my spirit which is my law which is my word And once you begin to be born again of that word, that spirit, the wind, the breath. You are born again from that covenant of the flesh, which dealt with the flesh. Brothers and sisters, I hope you understand it. Being born again When Nicodemus came unto him He was a Pharisee They were dealing with the covenant of Levi Which was the covenant of the flesh Christ said You you will not Inherit the kingdom of God And and, and, and let me show you Long story short Watch this Because I don't normally do that much talking I do not Book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 20. For I say unto you, except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisee, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of God. Nicodemus was a Pharisee. Except your righteousness be above the Pharisees' righteousness, you shall not enter into the kingdom. Why come? Let's look why why is why, why is that let me break this down it's, it's, it's getting short brothers and sisters I'm going to get ready in Romans 9 I'm going to show you Romans 9 verse 31 but Israel which follow after the law of righteousness have not attained to the law of righteousness why Verse thirty two, wherefore, because they sought it not by faith, but it as but as it were the works of the law, which is the flesh, which is of the temple, for they stumbled at the stumbling stone, which is our Lord and Savior, the Messiah. The works of the law dealt with the temple. Christ said in Matthew twelve, I think verse six, one is that is greater than the temple is here over and over these preachers don't want to teach the sacrificial system in the temple they like to skip over that because it was only it was only for israel it wasn't for all nations so if that if, if if they were given that law by sacrifice of the Lord, psalms 50 verse 5 then watch this this is why they don't teach it this is why they don't teach it It says, But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth His son made of a woman made under the law to redeem them that were under the law. The law of what? The temple, sacrifice, that we might receive the adoptions of sons. All nations were not under the law. That's been proven over and over, podcast after podcast. So they can't really go over the sacrificial law, the law of the flesh, Like they should So Being Because I'm going to tell you Being a Pharisee In that law Again there is no birth Again being in that covenant You choose to be in the covenant of bondage To keep the people You're keeping the people in the covenant of bondage For you to be rich that's all that was. To be born again was to be keeping the law and not sinning against his commandments. And with that, brothers and sisters, all praises to the Most High. I hope your Sabbath is, um, the rest of your Sabbath is restful. And with that, I say shalom, which means peace be unto you. This is IUPR, Bible Podcast, with your host, the Apostle Ruben. You can watch us on YouTube and Spotify. And if you're listening on Anchor.fm, we hope you will join us next week for another podcast episode.